I'm Kate Daniels. Oh, yes, as the leaves turn and the weather gets chilly, we begin to feel the magnet of the holiday season. It's the perfect time to get organized for the Great Figgy Pudding Caroling Competition. And this might be the year to create your very own corral. Learn how this is possible as we meet Jeannie Falls, Executive Director of the Pike Place Senior Center, and Zoe Freeman, who is the head figlet. Zoe Freeman and Jeannie Falls, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us this morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. So glad that you are here, and I almost wish that I could get you to break into song, but I I don't think that's (laughs) part of... (laughs) You don't want me to. (laughs) Jeannie, no. La, 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 la. Oh, that's that's a good start. Yes. See, that gets us kind of into the mood and thinking about what might we do for figgy pudding, because Figgy pudding, isn't it just this most extraordinary way to just jump into the whole holiday season? We yep. think so. Yeah, we, we think, think it's, it's the big best kickoff to the holiday season. It's the first Friday of December, so it's perfectly timed. And you can describe better the event. Well, we can we all we can all talk about it. But yeah. I want to say first, Kate, thank you so much for inviting us and letting us be here to talk about these things that we feel so passionate about, the Pike Market Senior Center and our annual fundraiser, the Great Figgy Pudding Caroling Competition. And we're in the 31st year this year. It's kind of (laughs) hard to believe this little event has grown hugely over the past 31 years. The Great Figgy Pudding Caroling Competition is the fundraiser for the Pike Market Senior Center and Food Bank. And it's produced by us. We not only benefit from it, but we're the producers. And it takes place on the first Friday of December every year. So that means that this year it's on December 1st from uh, 6 o'clock-ish till 8.30 in the downtown retail core of downtown Seattle. So we're going to hear from Jeannie about the organization. And after we've heard from Jeannie, I'm going to talk about how Figgy works as a fundraiser and how Figgy works as a competition. And one of the favorite fun things we like to say about Figgy pudding is that Figgy's fun, but Figgy helps. So, yes, and I think that that's what is part of how it is so extraordinary, that this is a lot of fun. People like to get into the competition and the festivities of it, but at the base of it is something that is serious. So we see how we can weave all that together and come up with something really grand. So, Jeannie, yes, tell us what goes on at, it's not Pike Place, it's Pike. Pike Market. Pike Market Senior Pike Center Market, and yeah. Food Bank. Yes, we have a Pike very Market. short name. Pike Market Senior Center, yeah. <laughs> So the Pike Market Senior Center and Food Bank are two of the social service agencies that are located right in the Pike Place Market and provide services to primarily low-income and homeless people who live downtown. So at the Senior Center, for instance, they call us the busiest kitchen in the Pike Place Market because last year I believe we served something like 48,000 meals. We offer a free breakfast and lunch to seniors seven days a week. They're fully nutritious meals so that if you eat with us, then you're going to have at least two-thirds of the nutrition you need for the day. And that's really important for senior health. At the senior center, because, you know, like any senior center, we serve the people who live in our neighborhood. And we're right up the street from Pioneer Square where a lot of the shelters are. And we're right in the middle of many, many low-income senior housing buildings, including some that are right in the Pike Place Market. Mm. And so about half of our clients or members that we have at the center are homeless. And almost, I think, 96% are very low income. So consequently, all of our programming is free so that our members can enjoy it and benefit from it. 
And we have services like um, we're really lucky to have three full-time social workers who help our clients connect with services and solve problems, often things like homelessness. Um, about half of the case management we have is around homelessness. And it's, a, it's an amazing journey for some of our clients. We were talking about um, a client, Mark, one of our social workers has, who he had been homeless for so long that Mark found him an apartment and he couldn't stay in the apartment. He kept going back under the bridge where he had a cohort of friends and people he knew and couldn't quite get used to being inside. And so Mark every day would take him, you know, pretty much by the hand and go back to the apartment. And now he loves his apartment and he's gotten acclimated and he lives in his apartment and he's really a thriving member of the Pike Market community. So we have a lot of wonderful success stories like that. And our other program is the one that Zoe runs. When Zoe's not moonlighting as our head figlet, <laughs> she's our wellness engagement coordinator and runs all of the activities, like, just like any senior center. We have exercise and bingo and fun field trips and all kinds of things. And so let me ask you, in terms of it being a senior center, what age do you serve as seniors? So for us, it is 55 and older. And we also run the Pike Market Food Bank, which is another big part of our agency that benefits from figgy pudding. And the food bank serves people of all ages. We just happen to serve a lot of seniors there because of where it's located and that there are a lot of seniors that live in the downtown core that have need of a food bank. And so in terms of that food bank, do you receive donations from around or because you're at the market, do you get foods from there? Yeah, you could not run a food bank without the amazing partnerships of people who come forward to help the food bank, both volunteers and we have a food bank in the middle of the Pike Place Market. We have partnerships with Food Lifeline and Northwest Harvest who bring us food. But last year, we got 100,000 pounds of food from Pike Place Market vendors and businesses. That's a really, I feel it in my heart that we have such wonderful and generous neighbors. And I think of somebody like Mike, who runs a produce stand called Socios. And Mike prides himself on how amazing his peaches are in the summer. And if the shipment comes in, it's not 100% perfect. Mike sends them all down to the food bank, and we will suddenly have 30 cases of beautiful, fresh peaches at the food bank because they weren't 100% perfect for socios. So, it had a little bruise on it, perhaps. Yeah, or just bit into it. It wasn't quite as sweet as was expected. Perfectly good, absolutely beautiful produce. And many vendors in the market are very, very generous. And it's those partnerships that make it possible for us to have fresh and really delicious and healthful food available for people, both at the food bank and at our meal program. Oh, it sounds so phenomenal. I'm just really so happy that we're finally having a conversation about this so we really understand what is going on at this icon in the center of the city. And yet here are some of the most vulnerable people also being served there. And it's really just so incredible that they are getting these services that you offer. So then this really fun part with the figgy pudding is so let's kind of look into that a bit because here's the fun that also is so critical to supporting all these important programs that Jeannie has just told us about Zoe. Well I've sort of thinking that all of your Sunday morning listeners are familiar with figgy pudding but I'm going to talk to the one or two people in Seattle that maybe don't know what figgy pudding is (laughs) but uh, we said that figgy pudding is 31 years old 
Well, back 31 years ago, the then executive director of the Pike Market Senior Center and Food Bank wanted a fundraiser. But he thought, you know, luncheons have been done, not to criticize people who have luncheons, they're wonderful, a good way to raise money, and auctions have been done. And he had a creative mind. He came up with this amazing, fun, zany event, and it has grown from this tiny little thing that happened in downtown Seattle with maybe one banquet table for a check-in station and no stage really to speak of and maybe you know like maybe 10 people volunteering and it's grown from that to this stupendous wonderful event we like to say about a couple of things we like to say about figgy pudding we like to say that it's a night of caroling music and good cheer it brings thousands and when I say thousands we're talking like almost 10,000 people to downtown Seattle to sing raise money celebrate this season. And one thing I like to say is that people are singing carols for a cause, a wonderful cause that Jeannie has just described. You know, Warm 106.9 FM plays a very important role in figgy pudding. You have been this wonderful radio station with its holiday theme that happens during November. And you've been a sponsor of figgy pudding for over 20 years. And I think it's been, in fact, I think it's been longer. I think it's almost been like 24 years. I was trying to go back and remember when you all got on board. I've worked at the Senior Center for 26 years, and I remember when this station came on board as our sponsor. We're so grateful to you that you sponsor this event because you're the ideal, perfect station. I wanted to put that plug in <laughs> Thank for you. Thank you, Zoe. And well, I think right. you're right. Yeah. It's true. No, and the warm-ups. The warm-ups. <laughs> so we had a no. team from Warm last, last year. year for the very first time ever. The Warm 106.9 had a caroling team that raised over $1,000, which is terrific. I mean, look at, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what is figgy pudding? Uh, The great figgy pudding caroling competition used to be called, if you can believe it, the great figgy pudding street corner caroling competition was like, that was pretty hard to say. The great figgy pudding caroling competition, otherwise known as figgy pudding, otherwise known affectionately as figgy, is a fundraiser and a competition. And it works like, let's say you're going to have a marathon for charity and you come to me and you say, hey, Zoe, I'm going to race, or I'm going to rock or, or a walkathon. I'm going to walk for my favorite charity. Well, we're going to say heart disease. And you come to me and you've registered yourself. You've gotten some information about the Heart Association. And now you have to raise money for sponsorship to sponsor you to walk on this certain day. And that's exactly how Figgy Pudding works as a fundraiser. Teams of people, hopefully at least five per team, will register with us. They get information from us about the organization. They get ideas of how to raise money. And as soon as they register, and the registrations are happening now for December, uh, they start raising money. And we have ways to help them raise money. So they raise the money, and 70% of the money for Figgy Pudding is raised before the event. And this is critical to know. A lot of people think maybe that we raised... $113,000 last year on Figgy Friday, just that night at the event. No, no. Teams work really hard to raise the money before they arrive at Figgy Pudding that evening. And then there's other ways that it raises money. We have we call the Figlanthropy money is all the money that is raised before the event. While the teams are singing on the street for the one hour piece of the time that we've assigned them places on the street and they stand there and sing for that one hour, they are again raising money in a little box we give them. And that's the get figgy with it money. And they're competing 
for who raises the most during that one hour. Then we have multiple places around the footprint of the event. The, a person can make a donation. We have these real, always these really cute button thingies that we promote, and you can make a donation. And, and if you make the donation, which is the important part, you get a little button that indicates that you gave. And we have places you can just drop money in boxes. And what other genie are those? Are there other ways we raise that, money that night? We, we sometimes have sponsors, cash uh-huh. sponsors, but mostly it's the people. It's the community the that people. get either the people exactly. that are singing in the groups that are getting their community to sponsor them or people who come to the event because the event's free. But we ask that people come and enjoy the event and then just, you know, drop a few dollars or $20 right. or $100. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> One of the boxes. <laughs> yes. So how does Figgy work as a competition? Because remember, it's the great Figgy Pudding Caroling competition the teams are all competing in different ways. Every team competes for the Philanthropy Prize, which is that we award that to the teams that are in first, second, and third place for the amount of money they raise. And they get a beautiful little trophy for that. They get to sing on stage and say that we raised a lot of money for Figgy Pudding, and they're honored on stage. Every team that raises at least $1,000, and this is really an incentive for teams to raise as much money, if you raise at least $1,000, you get to be judged, and you get to be judged in the most creative or best choral categories. And the judges, and we have 20 judges, people <laughs> love to be judges, and they all, they all come from, most of them, come from Seattle arts organizations. We have one person who was a doctor, and years ago, he got himself the opportunity to be a judge through an auction at the Market Foundation, and he just keeps coming back every year because it's so much fun. So we have the judges are uh, divided into two categories, and they circulate through the event, and they visit only teams that have raised $1,000, and only teams that want to be judged in those categories. Every team that's there that night gets to participate in the competition for the People's Choice Award. That's done by ballot. So if you arrive at the event, you go to the, you know, the welcome table, you get yourself a ballot and a map and a program and tells you what's going to happen when, and you run out and you see all the teams, and then you vote for the team that's your favorite team. And we have ballot boxes and we have ballot counters, official ballot counters, whoever, you know, comes out at that end. So those are the ways you can compete And then in those categories, when the judges have gone around the footprint and when the people have voted, we pick the top two teams in each of those categories, the top two for the most votes for people's choice, and they get to sing on stage. So the event timing of the event, the caroling on the street for that one hour, it goes from 6.15 to 7.15, At 7.15, we all start gathering at the main stage, which is positioned right at 4th and Pine. And if you can picture this in your minds, the teams are scattered along uh, Pine from 4th to 7th. They're scattered a little bit on 6th and a a lot on 5th. The city shuts down the downtown area for us. Buses are rerouted, so be prepared. No cars on those streets between 6 and whenever the police decide to open it again after, after the stage show. So the area is shut down. We, we're, it's a big enough event that we have to have traffic redirected. And so we all start gathering at the main stage at 7.30. And from 7.30 to 8.30, we have the sing-off. And those teams that have been 
uh, the top two performers in those two categories and the top two voted teams voted on for a People's Choice Award. They get to sing on stage and they have a big sing-off. And your Alan and Ashley are on stage. King 5 TV provide Jim Dever and Kim Holcomb from Evening Magazine. They're on stage. And then all the teams get, and they get to be their moment, their 15 minutes of fame. The philanthropy winners get on to sing. And then we have the the voting for Best Choral, Most Creative, and People's Choice Award. And it's over. Figgy washes over you like, it just washes over you. It's, 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 only, it's only a two-hour event. I mean, two and, two and, and a half, half hours. Two and a half hours from, from 6 so to 8.30. So you get there, and, and you, have to, you have to get there early and get your program and ballot, and then you start going around and visiting all the teams. And so, you know, we there's a lot of ways we describe uh, Figgy Pudding. I, as I mentioned, it's, it's Figgy's fun. Figgy helps. We ask people to immerse themselves in the holiday spirit as dozens of caroling teams sing their hearts out for a good cause. Uh, we think it's... Probably the most fun you'll have all season, and we, we kind of promise that, uh, <laughs> that it's the most fun you'll have all season. And I think I, you have to really work at not having fun. I think you would have to. Yeah, really. And, and one of the things that we started saying last year about Figgy, I love this, we love this, is that it will be anything but a silent night <laughs> yeah. because it's a, just a beautiful evening full of music and fun. So, Zoe, is it limited on the number of groups that can compete, or is it no. wide open? We want as many it's as It's wide open. And so we're hoping that some people who are listening will want to form caroling teams. It's wide open. You know, right now we have usually from 36 to 40 teams. If we have more teams, we'll just open up more spaces because we have that ability to do that. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to form a caroling team, you can just go to our website, www, which we all know that by heart, pikemarketseniorcenter.org uh, slash figgy pudding. And you can download a registration packet and you can send in your registration. We also invite you to follow us on Facebook, uh, the Great Figgy Pudding Caroling Competition. We would love you people to you know pay attention to all the things that are going on. But definitely you can register a team from now. The earlier you register, the better you are because remember figgy's fun but figgy helps and so when you register the team and you start picking your songs to sing and picking your costumes you're not just doing that because you want to sing and because you think it's fun to look cute and and be (laughs) on the street and having a great time you're doing that to raise money and you're going to spend as much time raising money as you are practicing your carols and yes. we hope that each team will raise at least $1,000, and some make much more than that. And yes. um, some don't make it that far, but at least everybody tries, and everybody's heart is in the right place and understands that all that money goes to benefit the Pike Market Senior Center and Food Bank and all of the great services that are provided there for people during the holiday season. So right. it's worth it. It's yes. worth it to be part of it. And I envision, actually, families coming to this oh, absolutely. and having the children understand what is going on and think of the greatest gift or one of the great gifts they can give during the holiday season is to take some of their allowance and deposit it into yes. one of their favorite yes. groups. I, yeah. I mean, there's such great opportunities to teach philanthropy there is. to our kids that way. That's just a great idea. We have, uh, when you look at the photos that are taken every year, I love the ones, especially with the children's faces, the children's not not looking at the camera, but looking at the carolers and the, 
how their eyes just kind of dance. And I think one thing that's really true is people want to help their neighbors. Yes. People want to, but they don't always know how. How do I help my neighbor? How do I help that homeless person I saw, that older homeless person I saw on the street? And we provide that opportunity at the Pike Market Senior Center and Food Bank through figgy pudding. We give you the chance. We show you the way, how to help. So Jeannie, do you have uh, some of the clients then that come to the senior center actually attend the event and give you any kind of response? Oh, our members come and volunteer all day oh. at Figgy Pudding. I end up being the production manager for the event because I used to manage festivals in my old <laughs> days. But they come and they help us set up tents. <gasps> they help with everything, all the banners going up. We have wonderful, committed volunteers who what was that, two years ago, I, we had a member who lived at St. Martin de Porres, which is one of the shelters that's run by Catholic Community Services. And he had to call to get permission to be out late because if you don't get back to the shelter in time, sometimes you don't get your bed back. And he called to get special permission so that he could stay at Figgy and help me to unload everything because we have to break everything down afterwards. And then I gave him a, a ride back to St. Martin's. But people who are homeless are people that want to contribute to society just like you and I do. And we try and offer opportunities for that, you know, all the time at the senior center and the food bank particularly. At the food bank, probably 90% of our volunteer base, which is a huge volunteer base, are also clients of the food bank. Wow. So people are very interested in giving back and are grateful for help that they receive and want to be part of a community, which is one of my favorite things, maybe the favorite, favorite thing that we provide at both the Senior Center and the Food Bank is some place where people can be, they can be warm, they have, they're treated respectfully, um, just like they are just part of this community. And it's a fabulous place to get to work, don't you think so, Zoe? I, I definitely do. And I, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm thinking about the passion that is expressed and felt by the caroling teams and how much they know that they are helping. They know they are. They love being part of the event. It's become part of their culture and their lives. We have three that I'm thinking of right now, caroling teams that people who years ago, many years ago, were not a singing group necessarily. They were just friends and they heard about figgy pudding and they decided they would form a caroling team and participate and these three groups, and I'm going to name them in a minute, have become a year-long singing groups oh. and with their own identity, and they do other fundraising for other projects. So one of those that's out, rather outstanding, really outstanding, is the Starbucks Chorus. People who work at the main Starbucks headquarters uh, formed themselves way over like 25 years ago. I'm making that number up, but about formed themselves into a chorus, and they are a acknowledged chorus now, and they sing all year long, and they sing at Starbucks events. Another group is the Beaconettes, the women with the wigs. Um, they were a group of friends who at that time lived on Beacon Hill, and they wanted to raise some money and participate in this event that somebody told them about, and they formed themselves into a fantastically fun group, and they raise huge amounts of money for us, and they sing all year long. They sing at public events. They're invited to once in a while that they, I think they sing the light rail opening. They sang at that. And then the other group is the Emerald City Voices. They're a more serious kind of caroling group. They have beautiful voices. They, all these groups have beautiful voices. 
And they likewise, they one year thought, well, let's do that. Let's just participate in that and raise money. All three of these groups raise a ton of money, too, I want to tell you. you know. And they still sing. They sing year-round. They sing every year. They get to sing at, the, at a Mariners game, and they do concerts, and they have a CD. And so people, they're passionate. And this is only three examples of many, many caroling teams that are totally connected to the event and completely connected to the mission, our mission. And they really are singing carols for a cause. Exactly. And you, you don't really have to be able to sing well Very though, good to point, be part Jeannie. of Figgy Pudding. Very good point. We have passionate, fun groups that have the best time at Figgy Pudding. And you probably wouldn't hear them sing anywhere else. That's and so true. you have to come to Figgy to hear them sing. No, I'm, and, and I'm glad are, you said that. They're I'm raising money and, and enjoying yeah. themselves. And no, lots that's of very costumes. important. What Jeannie said is very important. I You know, I talked about these groups that are singing year-round, but no— uh, I'm so glad you said that, Jeannie. Figgy is for people who don't sing and are amateur singers, people who just sing in the shower or sing when they're driving their car and they have the radio on, and people who don't necessarily you know, have that really great sound. That's who Figgy really, I think, kind of attracts originally was for those people, those folks who have what they have is big hearts and they want to sing. And so you find yourself forming a caroling team and, and daring to go downtown and sing on the street for an hour. But no, that's very important to say. We do not want to discourage or make people think that, oh my gosh, if we aren't this you know terrifically sounding group, then we can't participate. Absolutely not. All you need is a good heart. One of the things I love too is the creative ways that people have come up with to raise money. It's not that much fun to go, oh, hey, will you give me money? So I know like at Starbucks, they don't get corporate money. It's The team is raising all the money that they raise. And they do a bake sale for their compatriots there. They all make cookies and sell. And I, I made cookies one year and took them over there to be sold. They do an online auction where they get people that are members of the team to donate stuff and they auction it off to their people in their group. Well, well one, really... uh, one law firm created a cookbook and sold it, you know, online and sold it to their clients. And the uh, Emerald City Voices every year, they have it. They do their own Facebook fundraising. They put a button on it and you can raise money through their page. And a couple of years ago, their goal was to raise $3,000. And the Starbucks chorus team leader challenged them to raise that to 3500 And they did raise it to 3500 So there's some camaraderie that goes back and forth between, and yes, I'm going to say this, that I'm going to go ahead and say about Starbucks, that in the numbers of years they've participated, they've raised over $500,000 for the Pike Market Senior Center and Food Bank. Wow. And as Jeannie said, this is mostly just the people who work in the offices. There is some corporate money. It's only matching funds. It's a little bit of matching, but it's not dollar for dollar at all. I mean, it's... Right. And so, it, no, if somebody from Starbucks, if you, if I ask you, you work right. there, you make a donation. Starbucks has a very generous matching program where if you give me thirty dollars and you work there, they'll give me thirty dollars. But you have so to we work end at Starbucks, up getting, right? Right. And so we get some funding, but it's mostly they they, they have learned figured out right. how to f- raise money and and benefit us. So we're so grateful. Right. So and is there a goal, a monetary goal for this year that you are? Stretching towards right, one hundred and twenty thousand. One hundred and thirty, Zoe. Well, okay, okay. one hundred and thirty. One hundred and thirty thousand. Um, we'll take that. We'll take that. One hundred and thirty thousand for this year. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think so. A good goal. We just we set a, a high goal, and Zoe works so hard on this event. Our head figlet here. Um, <laughs> she 
has made her goal every year. So I was kidding that by setting it too high. No, but, no, but I it, guess it, good, it's, it's good a, to have a it's goal. It's a labor right? of love on our part, too. We, we produce our own event, and we see every day what the money is going to help with. Um, we have that advantage. So, yeah, I think that we'll, we'll make it. We always make it. Yes. Well, we have certainly shared lots of stories. I know I have learned more than I was aware of, and I'm just so touched by all the involvement of the people who benefit from the Senior Center, also just giving back so much. If that's not inspiring, I'm not sure what is. But this is an opportunity for us if we've never had a team participate. Think about doing that. And let's mention that website once again. Okay, so it's pikemarketseniorcenter.org slash figgy pudding. And if you go to that link, you can download a packet called Registration Packet. Included in that packet is like the explanation of what it means to participate. And then there's a form that you can fill out. We still do a personal mail-in registrations. We like to have that personal contact with each team when they register. You choose a team name. You set yourself a goal, which is like Jeannie said, hopefully at least $1,000. And then you mail that in. And then you start becoming part of the Figgy family and you start getting all the information. And of course, you like the Figgy Pudding page. Uh, remember, the great Figgy Pudding Caroling Competition is our Facebook page. Please, please uh, like us. We'd like to increase our numbers a whole lot this year. So there's that. another goal. There's a goal. Yeah. There's Another a goal. It's important. Goal. It's yes. important. Uh, we know how powerful Facebook is. Absolutely. Well, this has been powerful in its own right. It's been so wonderful to meet you, Jeannie and Zoe. I am just so touched by the work that you do. I'm so excited about the holiday season coming and how we can really launch it off in the biggest and best way. So well, thank, thank you, Kate. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much for hosting us.